Hello everyone. On this episode, we have a very special guest. We have Manas Harsh. Hey Manas, how are you doing? I'm good, man. What about you? I- I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm really glad I could have you on my show. And I mean, you told me That's about good. um like I I could see that you have a pretty awesome mic and all that stuff. Even you do a podcast, right? Yeah, right, right. I do have a podcast on Spotify. So uh-huh. yeah. interesting so i mean like most people who i do interviews with again like they do not have a mic and that that's okay i mean it's fine like, yeah, that's if it's completely it, fine yeah 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 i mean nowadays you can just connect your phone that's how i record my first episode with on my podcast like i had a mic but i didn't have a stand or anything i didn't even know i could use this thing on my computer so i mean i have a mic right so i use my iphone and i just plugged it in and i um I could just use that as a microphone. That's how I did my first episode, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's as good that that mic, the iPhone mic, is as good as any common mic. As it's as good, it's, I think it's better than this one. To be honest, maybe it's because yeah, the audio like, quality. Yeah. yeah, it sounds much better, and I really like that. So I mean, indeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, you hear all these people they talk about stuff like um we don't have microphones or we don't have any equipment. I mean, let me just tell you, okay. I found this mic at my at my house. Okay, it's a Tata Sky mic. It's a karaoke mic. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think my father got this in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen when they just introduced the karaoke feature in Tata Sky. And I think my father, I, I don't know, either he bought it for like seven eight hundred rupees or he got it free from them. Whatever it was, it's a pretty good mic. And we would do karaoke and stuff. But then um, slowly we stopped doing it as expected because we don't do it every single day. And It's been okay. there. It's, yeah, it's been lying there ever since. I mean, all these years I would look at it and I'm like, why have I still kept this mic? And I never knew I would need it now. Right. And then um, oh, another yeah. thing is, yeah, yeah. And then this boom stand, like the stand over here. Um, like I, I got it from Amazon Pay. Like my father got a ca- um cash back through Amazon Pay from credit cards. So five hundred, I got this entire stand. So basically, I got it's in my free setup now. Okay, so your entire setup is kind of jugad, right? Yeah, kind of jugad. Yes, but it's pretty much free. Like, I mean, it used to be pretty um jugad back then before I got the boom stand, and this stand was basically free because I got cash back and I looked for it. Five hundred got milled me, and I I had like fifteen hundred ka cash back because of credit card spending from last year. Twenty twenty, me bhot khalcha ke na hum logon ne credit cards ke through. So um, <laughs> right, you get right. that, right? So you get that over here. It's pretty impressive. No, that's cool, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, I'm happy because yeah, yeah. I'm happy because like the starter mic was costing eight thousand rupees, the first one. But there are other expensive ones that go up even more. But free me, okay. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, like if if it's doing your work, then it's fine. Yeah, it, yeah. It yeah. should do the job. That's it. I know. Doesn't matter what you have. Hmm. Yeah, like um, how yeah. you got the mic on your own, or you um? No, uh, this thing is kind of the basic one from uh, which I bought from Amazon. I guess I forgot the name of the company, not a famous one, but it works pretty good. If you will see my podcasts and all, uh, it mm. it works pretty fine. Like uh, like I'm in village currently, so this COVID stuff and also work from home. Yeah, so yeah. I'm in my village in Bihar, so. there are a lot of noisy stuff going on like, every here and there 
so i i needed a mic from company meetings and everything i was doing mm-hmm. so i bought it like from for 4500 or something but it really works yeah. like it it really does your job pretty well so i'm happy uh-huh. with it i mean that's the thing yeah. right you know, i mean you just need something to start if you don't have a mic use a phone i mean i don't like yeah, the same. anchor app but still use it it's very easy i mean if you, even if you know how to code i'm kind of figuring out how to code my own podcast website without having to use an external host and put on aws for free you know the system works now like you get one year credit for free with the new account you just keep on creating a new right, account every right. time <laughs> so that's so how that's how a lot of people are actually using it anchor is kind of, see if someone is just getting started in podcast anchor is really good like if they don't have finance to like host their podcast mm-hmm. or something where they need to pay like like some advanced stuff so they mm-hmm. can just host their podcast on anchor and it it will it will just like spread it everywhere so that's yeah, yeah. a good thing for newcomers but yeah if if you're like uh, intermediate or something you should spend a uh, well, quite a few bucks and you'll you'll get some great platforms so yeah yeah cool. I'm, i'm i'm also doing it on anchor these days okay no like i mean it's so easy like for the rss i mean you just need it's, you just have one rss feed and you just keep on posting it on submit it once like you only have to do it once on all these platforms like you only submit once it's not like you have to do once. it every time like you done it once then it's cool like you just upload on your host every time and i think the best part about any any um youtuber's podcast nowadays is that they have the schedule feature right so uh, i mean yeah. I, yeah. yeah i mean i have i have scheduled so many podcasts now so it gives me a little bit of more space to plan and do things properly because like i get when i'm trying see like when you when you want to try and do something big and especially since i'm just one guy like and everything is done by myself i i edit the audio myself i prepare the video myself i pre- create the micro content for linkedin myself um i prepare the questions yeah, myself fantastic. right so it becomes way more convenient for me to, and it gives me a, um, a good amount of time to actually execute whatever i want to right cool man yeah yeah so um now like how would you introduce yourself to my audience like uh, let's just assume that nobody knows who you are how would you introduce yourself yeah. so yeah so i am a full time security consultant and i am a part time bug bounty hunter on cinac and mm-hmm. so and i i have been doing my job since almost 2 years now and bug bounty since uh, 1.5 years i guess if i'm not wrong yeah so and uh, i write blogs i i do have a podcast if if someone wants to go and listen uh, it's on spotify named the code crackers voice and uh, a few episodes are there so if mm-hmm. someone is interested they can go ahead and he or she can listen and along with it um like like i i do a lot of stuff in uh, infosec only like i write blogs and um, like i use twitter a lot for helping people if someone wants to tip or something mm-hmm. just ping me there i'll i'll help you and uh, nothing else my whole days i'm like whole day goes in hacking and stuff like a mm. 9 to 5 job and then a bug bounty so that's it it's interesting man so um like how did you um start in cyber security that's i mean that's that's what everybody would ask you. so i just want to know in a like, i just i just want to know exactly how you started in cyber security uh, yeah cool so 
it was back in 2017 uh, i was in third year of my bca i'm a bca student mm -hmm. so uh, that time i saw a movie where a guy was hacking something and i didn't even know what the term is hacking so it was quite interesting like he was getting into system in a few quick a uh, quick quick minute quick few minutes which is not possible in real world scenario but mm -hmm. anyways it was interesting so i went ahead like what what is doing on terminals and all like i i i, I didn't even know what is a terminal so uh, i went ahead i searched what is hacking and how people are doing it on like youtube or mm -hmm. something so in back in 2016 17 if, if you'll go to youtube and open youtube for hacking you'll see a lot of videos of sql injections and uh, apps like droid harvey's then you have uh, mm -hmm. A Wi-Fi jammer or something like that. So these yeah. kind of apps, are, uh, those uh, uh, actually didn't work a lot, but it gave me a intro of hacking actually. So I went mm -hmm. ahead, I learned some Wi-Fi hacking. Then I uh, came along with web applications. Um, but after that, like uh, there was a hold on my learning, like exams and the last year is uh, like you know uh, you are in second year, right? Yeah, yeah, I just started so, second year. Yeah, yeah, so uh, you'll come to know how it feels like in last year. So, so much hectic, man. So, mm -hmm. so many steps were going on. So, I left the learning things again. Uh, like once, I I had a basic knowledge of uh, some common terms, not everything. Like just one percent of one percent. So, mm -hmm. then I went to Bangalore. I learned a, a few things there. Then I did my CES, and somehow I got into like I, I I got into touch with some people who were doing bug bounties. So then I came to mm -hmm. know what bug bounties. Then that's how it started. I got a job in Infosec. Before that, I was in customer support for one year. Mm -hmm. So I was like working on BPO. I, I had no idea what to do after VCA. Like I, I was not that much good at coding, uh, that coding stuff. After yeah. that, nowadays I learned uh, like a few languages like uh, Java, uh, sorry, Python and Bash. So, but the, those just like, if you don't have coding language, see, there is a sentence or you, you can see quote in IT. If you don't know mm -hmm. programming languages, just go ahead from interviews in IT interviews, the, the basic ones, which, which come into campus selection, you know, mm -hmm. they, yeah. they'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> they'll ask you the basic data structures and all. And if you don't know them, just go and run away. So. <laughs> So that was the code that time. Mm -hmm. So I went to Bangalore. I, I didn't have an idea what to do. I, I just grab yeah. a customer and support job just to like. Yeah, yeah I mean, like you're just saying, no, like um, one thing that I have um, I've had a, I have a lot of conversation with my seniors and other guests, and one thing um, a few of them told me is that um, like this is for any student who's in who's you know trying to pursue coding and wants a tech placement that the reason most people get into hacking and stuff is because um, they don't understand data structures and algorithms. And they're like, okay, maybe if I learn hacking, I don't have to go through DS. I'll go and actually face the interview and know, have that knowledge. But it's the other way around. If you're getting into hacking, you have to know DS because the interviewer expects you to have um, a lot of knowledge in everything re related to computer and programming. They want you to know as much as possible. See if uh, someone is like in, in someone is uh, in confusion. If hacking is easy, I'd I'd like to tell you hacking is all all about programming. 
hacking is all about programming if someone anyone is coming on interviews or anyone like hacking don't need programming at all yeah there are few bugs which are business logics where, where you don't need programming stuff but in lot of things like the big hackers the huge mm -hmm. ones they are, those they earn like uh, 100k 200k in a year from bug bounties right they have a very good grasp on programming languages you know the scripting languages and all so hacking is all about breaking codes that's it so you uh, you you will never get a 25 or 20k bug from a business logic you will you will need to get it from uh, like programming errors right uh, if you have a programming right. knowledge you will you'll go ahead and check what what is the error in the code you can go ahead and break it so mm. that it uh, will it will reproduce a bug so that's how people earn a lot of money so programming is very much uh, like uh, it's I, I i would say it's a necessity if, if you want to be really good at hand so if if you are going far from programming or and, and stuff it's really hard for you to learn a lot of things in hacking i would say yeah right so i mean thank you for that because a lot of people um i mean that's what i've heard i mean i'll i'll see this for myself when i'm in my third and fourth year because i i don't know like um we're ha we're having all this conversation that um people are investing in cyber security number of cyber security jobs are going to go up there was this guy from australia and another guy from germany who were telling me on the podcast that um india like you know how india has become the hub for software development nowadays like we need indians for software development like yeah, i asked right, from right. an outsider's perspective similarly he said that maybe um indians are going to be um the hacking hub or the cyber security hub for the world i mean he says it's bad for the other countries but it's there's going to be tremendous opportunity in india and for indians to um make sure that um we get a lot of cyber security business of other companies because um first of all it's awesome i mean you, you it's going to make india rich i genuinely think it's right. going to play a massive role in making india filthy rich that's one aspect right. second there's going to be yeah there's going to be massive employment opportunity that's that's what i see i mean but i i always think like maybe i'm too young to just say these words out but the um, i'm just sharing whatever i've heard and whatever i've spoken with about with all my other guests and that, that's exactly what they're telling me so what are your thoughts when you so, hear all this yeah, stuff yeah so actually it's right what whatever you're saying is quite true like in upcoming 5 years or 10 years maybe uh india would be a huge uh, you know huge hub for cyber security or web application pentesters because web is not going anywhere right and and so are the web hackers so since india has a like like india india have a lot of companies here and the uh, like like jobs opportunities are huge but the only thing india needs is uh they need a proper plan like if you'll seen uk and us they have a lot of job india in every like not a lot of startups hold any cyber security or web application research their project is to any any freelancer and they'll do that. but if you've seen other countries it's like it's completely different they have mm -hmm. proper jobs for for every position like if uh, if they want a, a security engineer or security consultant they'll just hire it they won't give their projects simply to any freelancer or something they have yeah. like a lot of jobs and india don't have that much job here so that's yeah. the only thing india needs to work on 
and then india will be a certainly so, a huge platform i mean that's what like I, that, that's what i think right like we don't have a native yeah. demand for cyber security as much as other countries do Right. right like let's say we have a startup on let's say we have a fintech startup for example okay simple example we need like again like fintech is composite of cyber security let's talk about a retail startup right we have a retail startup and um we like as i don't think any indian like cares that much about the security and privacy of their devices like let's talk about whatsapp right now like you know when um that news came on that whatsapp's going to share your data with facebook i mean they were doing that before also but now they're doing that legally like because the right. european union asked them to right so then people flipped out they're like oh my god whatsapp is so um bad they're they're, they're evil this is so unfair and then people start talking about i'm um, using telegram and i think signal right um the signal application signal, yeah. yeah yeah um so I mean, here's here's what happened. Okay, there's no way people are just gonna like people may have op- installed the application Telegram. Some of them may have even even installed Signal, but we're not the kind of people who are gonna make make a complete transformation to Telegram because all our um um family WhatsApp groups are gonna be on WhatsApp. We are moving them to Telegram. Right. We are yeah. not moving them to Signal. Right. We might we may use all three of them. Like, let's say I have a few college friends. If I feel like tomorrow, I'll make a Telegram group with them. But and I'll. I'll also have a WhatsApp uh, group with them, right? So right. um, that's what I think. Like we don't care that much about our privacy. That's what I've learned from people's reaction, and like the difference between the people's reaction versus their action, physical action, right? Towards um the security policy really made me understand, and I've drawn a conclusion that people don't care about the security in India. not really like if you'll say on a general basis 90% of people don't even know what is like what is act, what is what actually security is and how they can be helped 99% don't they if you'll send them uh, like social engineering link or phishing link they'll just go for it they'll, they'll mm-hmm. just put their email id and password and go ahead and i am telling you like 90% of indians are uh, like not aware of that much of security things and not uh, like mm-hmm. these new news channels will show you every like stuff but but they won't even show you a single episode of security or something so that's the biggest uh, downside of india but what we need to do is uh, we really need to tell people uh, how necessary it is and this is the biggest asset you have like if if some someone has your password email id or something like that he can do a lot of stuff right but people uh, here in india they 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 don't a single thing about security you know mm-hmm. they just think that government is doing everything they they they'll, they'll just take care of the security or privacy thing that's not fair and you know what why it happens because in us or uk it was like in their syllabus in their basic basic syllabus or five, fifth or sixth standard they have mm. uh, they have security things so almost everyone at least knows how they can be hacked okay yes and if if something has went wrong uh, they they know and they they have been hacked so right that's right. the difference between uh, like uk us germany or the whatever countries who are far ahead in right. in terms of security mm-hmm. so this is the main thing yeah right like um i think one reason i don't know maybe it wasn't introduced before is because um 
we had this assumption that a lot of people in india don't own these devices we never thought we would be using smartphones and maybe i mean the government right right like i mean and i'm not targeting a particular party i mean they're all equally responsible because they were all in this together when they um try to reform or bring out any changes in the education system now i don't want to say stuff like the indian education is crap because that's not true we both know it it's not um we all talk about education system reforms now with the internet i don't think we even need schools the only reason i need a degree is for formal purposes the only reason i need a 10th degree a 10th certificate excuse me is to um qualify for basic stuff on a formal level right because even for college right now um we have data structures and all these subjects going on in second year right now i am learning them on code with harry naman that was youtube channels right i've already so run like, i don't need college for that cool and that's that's what people are doing these days like there are a lot of resources which you can learn from internet you mm. see schools and colleges are just a formality these days for india and in in forens it uh, it it's been like years like this uh, mm. they they are they're just learning from internet itself i'll give you an example mm. um let's say 15 years back uh, it it was a research from bbc that in india has only 1% of people a group of people who have who had ethernet like the uh, wifi connection okay the broadband uh, yeah when was this okay in it was 2005 or 6 maybe uh, and on the same time us yeah us had 78% of them so mm-hmm. so you you can understand how ahead they are in in terms of internet users and all so mm-hmm. so obvious thing is they'll have a better better security policies and all right so yes that's that's one more thing or like india india is like behind this thing and a a lot of population live in um, you know villages so in in village you can't go ahead and tell everyone what security is like they don't have mm-hmm. they, they don't really have time to listen this thing yes so until they get hacked <laughs> they they don't care about it yeah fair enough so, so um like i mean yeah. let's talk about what um every citizen in india does like everybody watches news channels like i don't watch news channels anymore but most people they watch news channels they watch all these shows i mean if you can um, put out messages about um corona virus why can't you put out messages about basic cyber security like how to um, protect yourself from otp scams how to protect yourself from um simple social engineering attack don't click on malicious links Banking why do we get calls, uh... yeah like why do we get stupid sms's that how to pro- keep yourself safe from the police instead of in commercial like because even you know that commercials make more sense or a tv ad makes more sense <laughs> then then a text that no um, nobody's going to read obviously right. see things have more, more impact on your mind than the readable thing simple that's a simple thing yes if you will go through a pdf book and on the same time you will see a video of the same topic you will have a better understanding from a video so the so yes. government must do this thing to put some mm-hmm. advertisement on a uh, television uh, on news channels or uh, the channels who have been watched a lot on uh, mm-hmm. like in um, indian homes so so that's a good idea if if government can do this but i'm i'm like 
we can just hope it i am really there is yeah. like 1% chance coming there's a very low chance of this happening but yeah. it would be pretty impressive i mean hey you did this for the corona virus like the physical pandemic now this cyber pandemic you want to talk about how i i don't have the numbers here but i can tell you the amount of damage um, that that's going to be caused to indians the amount of money india's going to lose like not just indians the entire um country's economy could be lost and i mean um I, i have follow all these instagram pages who are exposing scammers majority of these um scammers are from china a huge number is from china, china. they have all these chinese websites and th- they have terrible ux ui okay it's not even like they have beautiful ux ui and they have all these um promises that um you invest money in let's say shoes and you will get um you invest 500 rupees in this and you will get um passive income of 50 rupees 100 rupees per day Like, I mean, such weird right, promises right. are made on a these websites and people actually website. click on it, right? I mean, to, I won't click because the UX UI is terrible, so I can figure it out. Like, it's a terribly made website. Okay. But okay. again, like from a um, national level si- standpoint, um, I think China is way ahead of us in terms of cybersecurity because, um, first of all, their culture, the, the, the new culture, they, they reformed their culture. If we talk about preserving our culture, they... recreated their culture and built it around basic principles of life which was like working very hard yeah like they had this culture of 9 to 9 right. 6 days a week for so many years like you know um i think i re- i heard this on the ranveer show with kunal shah it's a recent podcast if you've heard of it you can just check it out um he i heard kunal shah yeah. and ranveer they, they they spoke about basic um principles of productivity and um you know we all um talk about everywhere like nowadays because of work from home people don't want to work they want to work less like they want um they want to work like they live in america or europe and they expect to be paid that way but i don't think they understand right. that um like when we talk about oh we're behind in america america i think america is a i think it's more than 300 years old right it has worked very hard over the last century over the last couple centuries to get where it is today china has like china has worked even harder in lesser time like it has done i don't appreciate the way they've um, like burnt out every single citizen by this 9 to 9 6 days a week system but they managed to get where they are today in like um in a few decades right um let to put right. this in perspective imagine um you're in 12th standard and you have like um board exams in march right march let's say you have exams in march 2022 now the real toppers like you never they have been studying very hard like 10 hours 11 hours and since when you don't even know like they probably started in Jan- let's say your board boards are in 2022 they started in jan 2020 um to excuse me jan 2021 21 right yeah. so they um studied the entire year. they started back then like they finished their 11th and they started their 12th a lot of my friends who actually did really good they one of one of my friends got an all india rank 600 in je advanced he went to iit hyderabad now yeah, he told cool. me yeah yeah like he started a month before a month before the school actually even started like he was through the syllabus and he was doing coaching so he already knew the syllabus so and he did he did that continuously um for the entire um year like for the entire one two years which is why he was able to get such a huge result and during the last one or two months i could see them totally relaxed like these topic is they were so relaxed about exams you could see them on social media you could see them having fun because they could afford to right they they had reached a level where they could afford right. to um take out time for themselves 
Now let's compare this to right, the average right. people. Most people who haven't studied, who haven't done anything the entire year, and they're studying last two in the last two three months. Then what happens? Then um, the and then they just um compare themselves to the toppers. They're like, okay, if this topper guy, see, like, look at this guy. He's only studying for us a little bit now. Even I should behave the same way. I mean, you don't realize that he's been studying so hard for the entire semester, the entire year. Right. You haven't seen right. that part. Similarly, over here, right? I mean, we haven't seen how hard these countries have um worked, how they have built an ecosystem from scratch, and how they've developed themselves to a point where they can afford to um say stuff like, "Oh, we're going to give out." Let's say, I think America is giving out um a lot of stimulus checks now because they have money to give. They um right. people, I mean um some people have this four people are moving to four day work weeks now. Whatever that means. Like four day work weeks, Japan, three day work yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because these countries they have worked very hard to get where they are today. They have they can right. like, they have reached a point where they can literally afford to work a little less and you know, chill a little bit. Like India has just started to grow. And you're telling India. Yeah. Like we yeah, just started you're right. to like, grow. See, India have problems which are not every countries. Like population is huge, the first thing, mm-hmm. and like area is very less. We'll see compared to China's. See, yes, yes, China is the first like in population stuff, but they have a great area of land, so like mm-hmm. they can uh, move ahead. But India have a lot of things. Like the the worst thing is politics. We all know. And the second thing is this population stuff. And third thing is the education system. If you'll see, except a few uh, states, the education system is really very poor, below than average. That's and true. If India, wants to, yeah, if India wants to grow like any other developed country, the first thing they need to change is the education system. They, are, uh, they, they have been continuing the same education system since like 20 years. And in Japan, it changes every two years. Yeah. 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 Like, um, like you're saying, like we're talking about education system. Like, like what I said before, like, I don't think you need to depend on education system anymore. If you are listening to this podcast, you have access to the internet. Like we talk about education system, like, because most, here's what, that's my point, right? Most people are coming up with excuses that they don't want to work hard or, um, they don't want to do anything. And I mean, I don't know, like when people, um, even my parents tell me, you put out so much content. Like, I mean, I figured a way out to put out like around four to five reels a day and so many different videos a day. So I put out a lot of content on a daily basis. And my parents, everybody asked me that you don't get tired because you work for, I, I said, no, I don't get tired. I don't feel tired. Right. Like, um, I mean, I read, I read this thing in, in a book. I don't remember which book. And I saw, saw a video on it. Like there's something called the state of flow. Have you ever experienced this? Like uh, the best, the, the best place to experience this is when you, um, when you're giving an exam, a board exam for three hours, right? Those three right. hours, you right. are so focused on the paper. Nothing else matters that, right. that like every single minute counts. Like, I mean, I, I have, I think it's called the soldier's minute. It's like you have that one minute in the exam in which not no, no time before the past, no time before the one minute counts. No time the minute after counts. It's that one minute that changes everything. Right. right. So this is a group of those one minutes put together. Like you're 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 that right. deep and focused. 
Right. So that's so, me when uh, I'm working. Yeah. Like, do you feel that way when you um try and look for vulnerabilities? Hello. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, it's come again. Like it just, it was just I know, I know. lagging. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. There's a little bit of lag today. I don't yeah, know it's why. Fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Uh, I know. That's cool. That's okay. So, um, I was just asking. Um, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, were yeah, you um, asking something. Mm, so, um, how often do you get into state of flow when you're um? Let's say let's let's talk about bug bounties now. Like um, when you talk about bug bounty hunting um. when you're looking for bugs and when you're scanning looking for vulnerabilities how often do you go into a state of flow so see uh, in bug bounty stuff it is like love hate relationship okay sometimes if you'll get uh, if you'll get some bugs which you know will 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 get paid good mm-hmm. you will be in a flow like you can hunt for 8 9 straight hours like mm-hmm. you you want even like see the timings if if you are starting it like suppose from 6 pm or you will be continuing doing it till 3 4 am nice if you are if you are getting that thing you know where you are reaching right so mm-hmm. you you don't see the timing suppose what happens in bug bounties or any like in our field and pen testing and stuff suppose you have to break a thing like you you know there mm-hmm. is a vulnerability and now now you are challenging yourself like if you have something uh, you have something you hold something you will break this and it works mm-hmm. for me like i i give that challenge to myself like the whole knowledge which i have i'll i'll put it here till till i'm mm-hmm. able to break it and get something from it so that is the flow i apply in my work like until i get something i i don't go away like mm-hmm. i i i don't live in between and in in this flow you you, uh, you you won't have to see the timings and all you will not even like you'll not even feel like it's going like 2 3 hours and all but you'll uh, you'll see it see the time in a sudden and you'll see like 4 5 hours has gone wow. so it happens when you have a clear goal in your mind but if mm-hmm. you are something like you 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 just go to bug bounties for some time like you have already this thing in mind you right. you need to do this thing for 2 hours and i mean it, it happens for me as well sometimes like that the time bondings and all right so then then we need to see the timing <laughs> like yeah okay the the 2 hours is done we'll we'll now we'll end this so that's one thing but what as you were telling like the work the flow the it it goes like you 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 don't like you don't feel how how time passed away right so yeah. so this thing is like um, it it applies in a lot of fields mm-hmm. if you'll see if you have a goal in your mind you'll just go ahead with your work and time will pass in a sudden you will just mm-hmm. feel like you have done a lot of stuff once you see the final time so it happens right. when you have a clear vision at that at that time yeah and and yeah. as as i said in exams your, your example was like quite very good i would say uh, we have something in our mind like we have only 3 hours <laughs> right mm-hmm. yeah and we have to do everything in 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 this amount of time so we we uh, we don't even see the timing like how time time is going and it passes yeah. in a sudden the 3 3 hours passes like 3 minutes and and every mm-hmm. second counts as i said yeah yes right so that's how flow flow works yeah wow 
Like now we're talking about bug bounties. I'm I'm just I have never done bug bounties before, and I mean I hear a lot of talk about this. There are a lot of Instagram pages that claim to be bug bounty experts. They sell courses accordingly that will teach a bug bounty hunting. Now one of my friends, um, he has put up a link on which he has given us um put out a some Udemy course and he's downloaded it and it's available for free on his website. So I just looked it up. I mean um yeah we, the basic understanding is that you understand how the internet works. Okay, like all the right. HTML, JavaScript, um, CSS, how does everything works in the backend? What's going on? And then, the, then there's some talk about basic vulnerabilities like SQL injection, HTML injection, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then right, um, right. I'm I'm just curious to know what exactly goes on in bug bounty hunting. Like, let's say you've learned all these exercises. Now, what do you do? I'm just kind of okay. curious to know, like, how exactly what's the process behind what you do on a daily basis? Like, you find a like you let's say you open a website. That's a Netflix, okay? And then, I don't know, you okay. open it up in Burp Suite or something, and then you yeah. look, yeah, and then you look, scan some vulnerabilities. You you find something, then you write like, then what do you do? You, you like write a report in a PDF and submit it to them, or they have a separate portal on which you tell them like live. Ki acha dekho, there's this vulnerability, or what what's going okay, on? I'll, I'll tell you the whole flow. I'll I'll uh-huh. tell you the whole flow. So bug bounties, as you know already. I, I assume you know what bug bounty is. Like we mm. we go ahead and report a bug to the company mm. or, or or an organization who is holding a bug bounty program. Okay. So suppose okay. Netflix, as you said. So Netflix has a bug bounty program. They are paying for it. We know that already. So now what mm. I will do is I'll go ahead on to their website mm-hmm. and I have a list of vulnerabilities, what I can check. It depends on person to person, what he knows. There are a lot of vulnerabilities. Okay. It's not limited. It's all about mindset, how much you you can produce. Like Mm -hmm. vulnerabilities are countless. It's not about OWASP top 10, like the 10 vulnerabilities which are listed on OWASP. It's not Mm -hmm. about them. So it's all about the unique things you can do with a, a website. So what happens is you go to a website, Burp Suite is like a a tool which inter- intercepts the traffic between a server and the user. Okay, so suppose I'm sending yes. something to Netflix, I capture it from Burpsit, the whole request, which is what is going through the server. Okay, and mm. and then I I can modify and send back it to server. So that's what Burpsit does, or any uh, inter- intercepting tool does. Like there are a lot of tools these days, Fiddler, mm. and then Jab proxies there. Yes. So, yeah, so that's the basic kind of stuff. Like what uh, in bug bounty now, what we do is we go to website, we check uh, from our experience, what could be there. Like you, you can't apply every vulnerability to a website. Like they're, uh, they are secure. So it depends. What are you doing? What, what are you searching for? Suppose you're going for SQL injection. Mm -hmm. You have in mind, like uh, you have to find SQL injection on, on Netflix, for example. Now you'll go to every uh, entry point or you will check how it is behaving. And if you feel like there is something like some weird thing is going on, you go ahead and put your efforts, uh, you know, if you are able to exploit it and if it's get exploited, mm-hmm. you, you write a uh, like nice report in, in the report. It's, it's mentioned like steps to reproduce what, whatever you have done to find that vulnerability. Then uh, the, the, the first thing is description, like what that vulnerability is and how mm-hmm. it works in the real world. Second thing is steps to reproduce, the steps which you followed for, to find this vulnerability. 
Third thing is the impact, the, the most important thing, what it is doing to a website, like how it harms to a website or the users of a website. Okay. okay. These are three things. And the fourth thing is like remediation, how you can fix it. And then we put some resources, like suppose the developers are not uh, that much good in like hacking stuff, right? They'll, they'll yeah, just yeah, follow yeah. whatever we provide them. They'll just fix the codes and the website. But but they'll they'll never know the everything of bulk sheet and all because, because this is our job. Mm-hmm. So 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 that's why we uh, put some resources for them like they uh, where they can read the whole stuff how how it went through if if, uh, if they didn't understand from report somehow. But what we make sure like report is as good as like a fresher can under understand the vulnerability. So that's the whole flow if they accept your report. submission you went ahead you submitted a vulnerability if it goes valid they they accepted it like they need to fix it they will pay you reward basis on the severity what Mm -hmm. basis on the impact so for example html injection has a low low impact on a system on the the, on the other side sql injection has a critical impact because it it Mm -hmm. can just dump the data so they will pay you like 10k 15k in in USD for um, SQL injection and, and sometimes even more. The companies like Google, Apple will pay you like 50K. So mm-hmm. it is like, uh, so so that's how the whole workflow goes in Bug Bounty. And okay. that's the only thing we keep doing for uh, like years. <laughs> so okay. the, the more you find, the more you earn. Interesting. So, I mean, like, thank you for explaining this to me. I mean, I haven't, I've never done this before. I, I mean, I try to Google and understand what exactly goes on. The first thing that pops up again, because of search um, engine optimization is all these courses, how to get started in bug bounty. You can make money to you know this vulnerability. You should know this vulnerability Buy my course, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And to be honest, a lot of these courses are crap. I mean, I think I saw your post on LinkedIn or something. I mean, the, um, somebody on Twitter, they posted a very um, basic SQL injection or simple HTML injection. And they're claiming they got paid $4,500 for it. No, see, a uh, lot of times these days, you can't just believe on uh, screenshots. Mm, People just yeah, yeah. Uh, edit with it and with inspect element, go ahead and post on Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And that's how if anyone like a fresher who is just getting into bug bounties, I'll just let you know, like, don't believe everything you see on social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like a few times I accept the things are real, but not every time. If you see 25k, 30k bugs every time, a lot of people just edit it. This is perfect. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and one more thing is that uh, no uh, security course or bug bounty course can teach you bug bounty or hacking. Hacking is not a thing which can be learned from courses. It is a mindset. Okay. So you have to apply your mindset there and what uniqueness you have. Don't just force your thing. Hacking is not a thing where you can force yourself and learn a lot. You might survive mm. for a couple of years and, and they, then, then you'll feel bored. Okay. You'll, 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 uh, yeah. you'll just start feeling it like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like someone has forced you to this. So hacking is like, a lot of people in India these days, like in uh, this COVID situation, mm-hmm. they just saw posts on LinkedIn and Twitter. They went ahead. They, they just learned a couple of things. 
and they 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 just jumped into bug bounties and a lot of people i'll i'll tell you like 20 30 k people they joined in bug crowd just for money like they learn a quick bugs uh, so bug bounty is not about money so first thing is the more you learn the more you earn so it's not about you like you just get into it you will earn a lot of money yeah mm-hmm. so uh, you will have to spend a lot of time you can ask people who are into bug bounty since 10 years they will tell you how how much uh, how much have they like they have struggled in this field they they have just put their sweat a lot in bug bounties and their their earnings you, you can just see their earnings right like they haven't yes. that much but but you can't see how much they have worked on it to get that money but the freshers they they, they don't understand is for them hacking or bug bounty is like a game where where, where they can go ahead and earn a lot of money from it It, it, does, it doesn't work like that and courses won't let you learn a lot of stuff they can just give you a brief intro of hacking or bug bounties but mm-hmm. you'll never learn the core concept like how it works and and it's your job to go ahead and research on every topic like if you uh, for right. example if you get a term sql injection mm-hmm. uh, you can watch videos and uh, uh, like uh, watch videos learn from courses what sql injection is but nobody will tell you how to implement it on a real website and and i i can just give you in written like people will not tell you how it works actually on a, a website because it it works differently in every condition it can't be same no no one ever yes. can be same on on two websites so so scenarios will be completely different so it's all about mindset so people mm. who are just spending their 10k 20k on courses just save your money and if you are really interested to spend a few bucks on learnings i, I would suggest um, like there are a few things where you where you can spend money and and they'll, they'll give you good results in learnings like pentester lab is a good resource and then uh, bugbountyhunter.com so these two things are really good you can go ahead and put some bucks on it like 1000 or 1500 rupees In, in, mm-hmm. uh, in indian rupees so that's a good investment i guess so yeah so that's what i would say for newcomers if yeah like for courses and all mm-hmm. so interesting bugbountyhunter.com yeah. yeah it's a website like a new platform for gsono he's a great guy from uk and and he's a, okay. very, a very good friend of mine so uh, we uh, we keep keep talking about, about these things like the courses and all and he he keeps saying like yeah okay like people it, it's good people are sharing content they are sharing the stuff yeah for knowing but you know a lot of courses like i'm, I'm not saying all of them but like almost all of them are just like they'll just a give bi- you the a big number of them are fake right i mean they're not uh, like, and like, this is, like meaning they claim to be all these bug bounty gurus who've been who've been doing this for a very long time who are experts who are like the number one in their field and then they sell the course according to that kind of marketing they run ads on youtube claiming that they're some kind of not just in bug bounty but in cyber security in general i mean there are so many courses in which they'll tell you we'll teach you about cyber security and then they're talking about stuff like Um, they took five hundred rupees, and then they're talking about stuff like white hat, white hat hackers, and black hat hackers. Right, right, you see where right. I'm going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely got your point. So what happens? See, people just don't understand if they see a famous hacker is has launched their course, they'll mm-hmm. see like uh, they must have included their mindset and all. 
but mm. let me tell you people every everyone has their own mindset and uniqueness so mm. what what they have found you'll 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 never able to find the same thing you you can find the different stuff they have found a different thing but two two people never can be like same okay mm. so so it it's like everyone has their own own mindset and one thing like the the term is used a lot in bug bounties and hacking is mm. is like methodology so methodology yeah. is something you 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 create from your own like you have you have more more knowledge of yourself than others then what will work for you and what will not True. so this thing you you can build on yourself so it's not like don't go for courses blindly see what it uh, it has contained if you are really really curious to spend money see what it has contained because a lot of things are already available on internet for free you you can just search on internet you will get a lot of stuff which are not even included in uh, courses so you you don't have don't have to spend a lot of money and i really don't understand how how newcomers are spending like 20 मनी Yeah, man, hard right. goes. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, 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 I mean, like I said, I mean, I really like our education system. The one thing, the one bad thing our education has done is that we've got into this habit of spoon feeding, right? I mean, feeding, the entire yeah. curriculum, like, again, like, everyone's like, how is that possible? Not because of parents and teachers. The system, like, we have a fixed syllabus and a CBSC book, like, um. Let's compare our education system with IB. So I used to go for private tuitions for like a month or two in twelfth standard because my eleventh went terrible. My eleventh chemistry was terrible. I flunked my first semester. I barely passed in the um, final exams in eleventh. I mean, out of my friends, because I was the only one that passed. Everybody else they flunked their um, exams that would take a retest. Okay, I was that bad. So I mean, I mean, I understood what was going on, but uh, like I was kind of lazy and kind of freaked out because of um, the. Jump from ten to eleven. So again, I got a new teacher. She um, she lived right next to my school, and within a month's time, we covered the entire syllabus. And I don't know, things seemed to work between us, and I was able to understand every single thing. And from then on, I actually gained a decent amount of confidence in chemistry. Okay, like I, I mean, yeah. now I pick up a book. I understood how to study in college because like you're in school, right? So um, here's what she. Yeah. I mean, like we used to have these conversations and. There used to be this, this other. Like she was a private tutor, so um, she also used to have this um, um, IB guy come after me, come after my sessions, and she would talk to me that um, you know how um, most people in India they complain about their syllabus being so tough, and um, oh, they have such a vast syllabus. She's saying that we should be grateful because we know where the questions are going to come from. We have one NCERT, one pass question papers. Do all of it, you're good to go for. Getting good marks in boards. In the case Absolutely. of IB, they don't even they don't even know what their book is gonna be. Like they have a library of multiple books, and the books are very thick. Okay, and it's not like and they have a particular way to answer the question. 
like we here in india we just mention we just write anything gibberish and we understand the keywords here when we check the checkers checking the paper he's just looking at the keyword from his answer sheet kyunki jo banda chemistry check kar raha hai not necessarily usko chemistry aati hai it happens right. a lot a lot of time it's, it's actually happened right because um you may be a hindi teacher actually happens yeah it actually happens like you're a physics teacher you've never done you've barely you don't remember chemistry as much you may have done science in 12th grade back in your day and you look you look just looking at the keyboard you're looking at the keyword so um one thing i realized is that um now i realize it like back then i was like it's a good thing because the syllabus is limited because back then my only goal was getting good good marks in 12 but now that i'm trying to figure the stuff out by myself i realized that i mean as much as it was good there was one major flaw that um it got me used to this idea that somebody else is going to tell me what all i should study in chemistry what all i should be knowing about in chemistry like i started this podcast because most people didn't know how to have a, um how to start in cyber security right like people want road maps and right. stuff so i right. bring out different people who talk about their experience and their journey and how they started because here's what's going on right now like here's what here's what i have seen like in terms of tech placement there's um it jobs and then, then there's cyber security jobs like when you talk about how to get a tech placement you're told stuff that um okay you you learn a programming language you learn ds algorithm then um after ds algo you apply for an internship or you do open source projects or maybe you do competitive coding if you're good in competitive coding it's kind of i would like to compare competitive coding with iit je level kind of competition you know oh the, yeah it's it's yeah. hard man it's really hard and it's very hard to like to be in the top like you getting like six star right. um ranking on code chef and stuff five star so, on hacker rank or yeah, yeah. or like, code chef hacker rank yeah like hacker rank hacker ranks particularly is easy because the answers are available everywhere like i mean i work yeah, very rank, hard yeah, yeah. Code, code, chef code chef is code chef yeah yeah code chef is out code there is right so um my point here is that after all this stuff you also have interviews and stuff and um then you get into software industry now what are the roles in there like we don't know the roles and there are so many different roles it's not just front end developer or back end developer there are different words for these engineers i don't know these words to be honest because right. i've never heard of them right so my point is that let's put i, I want to put it this way when when somebody says how to get placement in software they're told look okay, i just learn all these things they're told the same thing learn ds algo and learn coding do open source contribution or maybe competitive coding right right um prepare for interview and you'll get a job with different title and what's happening in cyber security is the right. other way around like here in software there is full emphasis on what you should be doing and not on the end result on what your job title is here in cyber security what i'm observing is that instead of what you're supposed to be doing and what you should be focusing on right um we're talking a lot about how to become pen tester how to become cyber security consultant how to become network engineer how to get into malware analysis how to get into bug bounty hunting so I'm, are you able to see where i'm right. going with it right so um right. i think that's what's missing over here yes right so like what what so, do you think about this no so see if you talk about cyber security um india in in particularly in india jobs are like limited so if someone is really interested in malware analysis he'll not get a lot of job to be honest until he has already a job or a profile from it background suppose someone is a yeah, yeah. software developer okay Okay. He can get a job in malware analysis on uh, basis of his professional experience of two three years. So 
either you can get into like code review or stuff but mm-hmm. if you're a fresher and if you're really interested in malware analysis in india you won't get a job and hardly get a low low paying job like 15 20k per month mm-hmm. Be- because malware analysis is not that much famous like uh, in in comparing with um, penetration tester security consultant or security engineer because hacking like hacking jobs or infosec infosec we, we call it uh, mm-hmm. so it is purely focused on penetration testers so if you are a network security engineer or something like that you you will need to struggle a bit yes to be honest yeah because right. uh, straight forward you won't get a job or if uh, like in what happens in uk and us uh, i have a lot of friends from us like uh, from switzerland uh, three four of them and they tell like if you uh, if you are interested in uh, uh, network penetration simply mm-hmm. you can simply get a job in in in, uh, in that particular field in network penetration right. not in uh, software developer or something yeah but in india what what happens even even if they hire you for uh, like network penetration they'll they will give you a job of soc analyst like soc soc yeah. uh, soc analyst is something like uh, he'll he'll just uh, like see the traffics of internet and all the traffics are being going mm-hmm. on between the server and that's quite boring so in india yeah. that's a big problem a major problem in jobs and security because it's yeah it's purely focused on like web application testing so that's a problem for freshers i i guess and that's a major problem so what people do yeah. is they they just join a software developer as a software developer what what we call in a professional way sde software developer engineer so mm-hmm. a junior as sd becomes like marvel analyst or something in future if if he's really interested he can get a job in that way only and you right uh, and and those also in big companies the huge companies the M, uh, like like mncs not in startups mm-hmm. so that's a really major problem in comparing uh, like if you're talking about cyber security jobs but if you'll come into penetration testing there are a lot of jobs in india for freshers as well so right. a, a lot of companies hire them as a fresher but yeah as i uh, said like if you are really interested in something else like you are really good at coding and you are you want to go in code review so no one will hire you and code review also comes in uh, security field also uh, if if you are really good at forensics like cyber forensics stuff mm-hmm. so it 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 also falls under cyber security but there are very few jobs for forensics but it is really very very necessary to have a lot of jobs of forensics but see we have a few jobs for forensics so how yeah. the, uh, that's how the the whole cyber security circle works in india <laughs> so yeah so uh-huh. if if you're interested in a cyber security job go for penetration test or something you'll get a job easily as a fresher <laughs> <laughs> that's an issue actually that that should not be like this but i know yeah. because but, like yeah. um one of my friends told me that what's going on right now is that most people they just get into red teaming like they don't understand networking and basic concepts like you know like in coding you need to understand coding and ds algo and in cyber security you, you need to understand how the internet works you need to understand um what networking is you need to know the basic concepts you have to have that basic awareness you need to know um about operating systems right you need to understand right. linux and actually use it like what can be done on linux that cannot be done on microsoft and mac os what are the special um, right. facilities 
and now also using the command line again i have had a conversation with one of my friends and on linkedin and he dm me saying that um people just believe that just because they can use a command line and you no know, bash scripting they call themselves a hacker <laughs> it it doesn't work like this see uh, the best <laughs> yeah. hackers are are the best best programmers as well if you'll see the best hackers in the mm-hmm. in this world whatever they are and then they are of they are behind the stage okay they are they are just mm-hmm. not into limelight but they are really good uh, they are a, they are very good programmers as as well the great hackers mm-hmm. so what uh, what my purpose of telling this is like if someone is telling like he wants to go into red teaming or stuff so that's completely based on network pen testing and for network pen testing i'm i'm agree like you you don't need to learn like you you you, you don't don't have to be a pro in programming okay mm-hmm. but you need like a very good grasp on networking stuff the the network layers and all the how packets go firewalls that the different type of firewalls how to break them because red teaming is uh, advanced not everyone can achieve that thing right mm-hmm. and yeah right. I, I i forgot a I, i forgot a very good point in cyber security mm-hmm. certifications work a lot in india for a job so if you yeah. have a good certification yeah get tell me right so like we're talking i had another um like um one thing i've realized about certification is that they're very expensive expensive yeah yeah in, in so, comparing with coding certifications yeah, yeah. like i mean there's a lot of debate going on everywhere that some people say that um if you're a fresher don't focus on certifications focus on skills and stuff why because um some people say that when you get into a good company and you're working there for 2 3 years and you already acquire all these skills you've had these skills for 2 3 years and you've actually become better on them you make your boss or your manager aware of that um, your talent in these skills and they actually they pay for your certification skill like let's say you want to crack the oscp they'll pay for it because it's very expensive and indian can't afford oscp right 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 i mean it's very expensive so a lot of the, like because companies are like a lot of companies especially big tech companies they want their employees to grow and they want they're they're ready to invest money to into making their employees better because they know that debron is going to um be better for their company in the long run and i also, tell you what oh, yeah hey, on the other hey, hand they also have this debate that um oh maybe not all companies want to do that yet because they're also afraid that um the guy will leave us when he's through with the exam he's only here for the money right and there's some people right. who just say that um figure a way out to um give um um fund your own oscp i mean then there's also some people who say that okay you want money for um cracking all these big certifications like let's say when cet certified ethical hacker um some people just say that okay if you're really good why don't you get into bug bounty hunting make some money save and then fund it yourself right right that, that's even that works yeah that's a good point yeah. uh-huh. so see there are two points there are really two points if you're going going for a job so what mm-hmm. happens in uh, working culture is if you are working for a product based company they will never uh, they will never ask you for a certification because they have hired you on your skills the first thing first yeah they have hired you on your skills for mm-hmm. suppose for example if you are going for microsoft or facebook type of companies or the big big ones like um, uh, 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 i would say intel ibm and stuff 
so these companies will never ask you for a oscp or oswa certification because they know like if uh, if you are with them you you'll work great but in the other side if you're going for a client based company or we call it service based of uh, for for example deloitte or or uh, ey or something so they have mm-hmm. clients okay so now they they want their consultant consultants to be certified so if yeah. if you have a certification they they'll show your uh, show your certification to their clients and they'll get more money from it so that's mm-hmm. the basic concept yeah, of certification yeah. so there's also there's also this image perspective jobs. that um you make a good good impression on your client in a service based company right right uh, exactly so if if you have a oscp suppose we two are working in deloitte so deloitte mm. is a service based company and it's huge it 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 comes under big big four it companies the it firms of world yes. okay the not 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 product based the service based companies okay okay so the, these are the uh, service based companies uh, like deloitte ey then pwc and one more is there i forgot the name so my my concept is like if we two are working in deloitte now right. you have oscp and i don't have but client's demand is we need a consultant who has a certification so now you okay. have a certification so you you will go ahead you will be paid mm. more than me and you you will go right. ahead and that's the concept for uh, like business companies Mm. so it works like this but on the other hand if we both are suppose we both are working in facebook or google we don't get any type of certification the, the google security team the whole security team don't have certifications because they know their their people are so good like no no certification can can just them mm. either choice they will never yeah. force them to be a, uh, be certified on something yeah yeah that's interesting I mean, nobody. Yeah, I mean, so, this one just hit me. Like, no one in Google has a certification. That sounds interesting. Okay, I mean, it's kind of yeah. Kind like, of, it sounds if, different. If, yeah, uh, cool. And and Google has a like Google. See, Google like needs you have passed, even mm-hmm. if you are first friend, hire you the Google and. as they told in the, uh, like like job des- uh, description already they have never mentioned you need a 12th or like uh, uh, graduation degree because they have simply a policy like if you have skills work with us that's the only mm. thing they need if if you have skills pass it and work with us uh, work mm. with us they'll never ask you how much you have scored in 12 or in graduation they'll never ask so if okay. you have skills go ahead yeah impressive sounds like yeah. fun Mm-hmm. yeah so now yeah. Oh, 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 you you would probably like to go ahead and try in something like that google or <laughs> i don't know i see i mean i'm, I'm just in second year right now we'll see if if i'm good or no, not i'll go you, for you have time yeah i mean that's the thing like i mean here's what i am concerned about like um, we talk about doing whatever you can in college because you're supposed to do make the most out of these next i have only have like 3 years left now my first year went online So I only have three years left now. I want to make the most out of it. Here's what I'm I'm con- concerned about is that um we want to do so many different things. And here's what a lot of my friends are also doing. Like a lot of people in my college, um like we don't we haven't met each other physically because they haven't come to the campus yet, right? Because I already live yeah, in right. Pune. I'm I'm in Pune and my campus is in Pune. But 
they haven't come to pune yet so um okay here's what's going on right now so um they are trying to do so many different things like they are they are learning java data structure algorithm on side they are also learning javascript and they're practicing on free code camp then they're also doing um, a course on udemy they're also doing they also subscribe register for a course on edx or edureka and um they are also yeah. part of different college clubs i mean i am not a part of any college club because um, they didn't have any even stuff opened up and um now i found out that a lot of those clubs were actually open but again like they also they also do a lot of club work so um what's what i'm noticing in, in them is that they're doing so many different things they're not exact they're, they're exploring and they're kind of extending themselves which is a good thing but again even they have this fear that um they're trying to do so many different things they're not able to exactly pick one and go deep in okay. becoming highly skilled in one particular thing yeah yeah uh, what i would say is you you must focus on a single thing in in that stage for for example suppose um, i'm just giving giving an example so suppose you are good at java okay and I'm, mm. i'm 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 not going into security thing right now so suppose you are good at java so be uh, become that better in java like no one can do the stuff you can do okay so mm. be that much better so on the same like like on like on the uh, same on, on like it 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 applies to any other stuff like if you want to go into security field be yeah. as good as like uh, no one can do the stuff you can do so mm-hmm. so that like you could you could believe on yourself like yeah you have really learned something so it, yes. it should not be like you have you have learned half of java then half of python then you <laughs> then you went on data structures you went half, you you learned half of it then you went into security field so mm-hmm. it, it will it will it will just create a chaos like time of interviews and stuff or mm-hmm. like any phase in uh, like in your future like right. now you you will doubt on yourself like you haven't completed a single thing right now so that's the thing you should do and like any any other student who is in college or is like has done really good in uh, like their academics or in interviews has focused on right. a single thing a lot yes so they, they they have at least one thing which i uh, in in which they are really good at they are really good at a single on 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 a single thing and they have grasp on it for example if you are really good at uh, data structures learn everything of it every every single thing like if if i'll ask you something from the, uh, like data structures you you will straight forward answer to me mm. and that's how learning should go and 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 that's that's what i do i mean these days as well like if if i pick a vulnerability mm. i i just learn everything of it like if there is a vulnerability i should exploit it 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 should not go anywhere from me like uh, i right. checked it 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 went through someone else found it and it 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 should not be like that so my concept was like you should be very good at something on a single thing at least yeah right exactly right like you have to be good at one particular thing wow we had a very long one at one time uh huh yeah yeah one man, thing yeah, one it, thing at one it's time it's been a while now yeah yeah it's been a very long episode wow okay um i just want to ask you to um, one more thing and then i think we'll we'll wrap this up um 
what are the future plans for manas harish like what is what is he plan to do right now the next 2 3 years uh yeah that's a great question actually so i have planned a couple of things um like the bug bounty thing is going on for sir for 5 10 years for sir and uh, uh-huh. then uh, we have something like i'm uh, this thinking about launching a platform or something like a stuff for newcomers like it 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 will be unique it it will not be the same like others but there there would be concepts where they could learn the real stuff and and it it will be for free there there will be okay. no cost for it like wow. i don't want people to st- uh, spend a lot of money from something which they have uh, they can al- already find on internet right mm-hmm. so uh, the future plan is if like if i get a team or something like like that because you can't do a lot of stuff from you know, like from alone like mm-hmm. if you if you don't have a support stuff mm-hmm. so you you, you can't do everything on your own right so i i'll see if i get a few guys mm-hmm. or we will create a platform kind of stuff Where where we can provide the real knowledge like labs and all. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and and it will be free. That there will be no question. Other things are like blogs are going on. The knowledge sharing is going on for sure. The podcasts. Are, yeah. I I have a couple of guests from um, like um, US. A, a couple of guests from there. The podcast right. has been scheduled already, and mm. it will be coming in next month. And yeah. Right. Uh, the all okay. the related, hacking related stuff yeah wow so um like what do you what do you do on your podcast uh on my podcast we talk about simple bug bug bounty stuff the all uh-huh. it's it's particularly focused on bug bounties it's okay. there is nothing except like except bug bounties so our mm-hmm. our guests are from like they have a very good grasp on bug bounties and they they share the real knowledge not the fake right. ones and uh, like like they are really good at it the last episode of mine was this one mm-hmm. he was number 2 at bug crowd on whole world wow. and he is very good in bug bounties yeah so he is mm-hmm. the number one hacker from uk and uh, wow. he was he is really really good at it so my next episode would be like that like a black hat black hat hacker named uh, like his name is doggy okay so doggy if you search it on internet doggy doggy g or doggy Okay. So what what he did was nice he, he he had the US US government and got caught behind the bars. <laughs> so so he came oh. uh, from jail and uh, start hacking like doing bug bounties. He earned more than one million dollars. Mm-hmm. So he is really good at it, and he has been doing this thing since twenty years or so. So he is really good, and these are kind of stuff which will be going on in upcoming days. And okay. yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty impressive, man. I'm really happy for you. I Thanks. mean, you're doing great, and I really um appreciate the fact that um you're gonna be building a platform free of cost. Yeah, sure. and I really hope Plans that most there. yeah. I I mean I know you'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, you, if you find the right teammates, I hope you get there because that's gonna bring yeah, massive man. value addition to the society. And right, I wish right. you right. Okay, so just before I wish you luck, three things you want to leave us with. Just three random things. Just say any three things that you want to leave my audience with. Okay. Uh, so first thing would be persistence, and second thing is uh, like your mindset, the positive mm-hmm. mindset uh, you need to have, and the, yes. uh, the 
consistency in your work like don't just leave anything in between uh, if you are making a stay focused on it it should not be like you you uh, like you planned a goal you worked on it for a couple of months then you mm. uh, uh, like left it behind so consistency yeah. is really important uh, one thing second thing is positive mindset like if uh, you have to just stick with something okay okay like there there uh, there could be a lot of like obstacles and and obstacles in your uh, goals just stick with it and just stick and you will complete it and third and most important thing is like respect everyone in your uh, journey that's really mm-hmm. important because stay humble being humble is a really great thing you or you can do as a human being so that's really All important right. so these really like three that. things yeah persistence like, persistence yeah. Consi- persistence consistency mindset and respect for all i really like these right. things man i think everyone should adopt these things in their life thank you for being on my show manas i really had a wonderful yeah, time i mean this is i mean i don't like generally a lot of times i'm kind of tired after doing a recording i mean i was really tired i was like um, maybe i'll ask you if i can post because i was kind of really tired today like i had my gym also in the morning in the afternoons in the evening excuse me and i was very tired today i was like maybe i'll skip it but then i, I just stuck it up and said like okay i don't care i'm going to do this and i'm really glad i did okay that's a humbleness man yeah. yeah yeah and i mean i actually feel more energetic and relaxed after this i'm um, talking to you and i really had a great time thank you for being Thanks, on sir. my show manas and i wish you good luck for your future endeavors likewise man take care and do the great stuff in your upcoming journeys take care thank you man Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.